Welcome to the In That Moment podcast, where we believe women can overcome anything, but sometimes you just need a little help from someone who's been through it before. My name's Emily, and I'm a career coach ready to help you find your inner confidence and build your personal brand so you can turn your dream career into a reality. On this podcast, we'll talk to some incredible women about the defining moments in their career, how they handled it, and the steps that led to their success. So if you want to climb the corporate ladder, make a career pivot, launch a business, or maybe you're still trying to figure it all out, don't sweat a girl. We'll help you get there. Girl, today I am really excited to talk to you about a topic that up until recently I have struggled with for years, which is how to not only set boundaries, but consistently act on them. For the longest time, I always thought that setting boundaries was a way of keeping things and people out of your life. But what I've now learned is that it's more about protecting what's important to keep in your life. And when you can flip that perspective, I promise that the way that you make decisions and what you prioritize in your life will completely change, especially if you find yourself falling into perfectionist or people-pleasing tendencies, where the thought of setting a boundary brings this overwhelming sense of guilt or feeling that you're not good enough. Because when I worked in corporate, I 100% felt this way. Early in my career, I was constantly willing to take on more work than what a person can realistically get done in a 40-hour work week, just to prove that I was capable and worthy of having a seat at the table. I quickly became known for my work ethic and reliability, reinforcing in my mind that if I just worked harder and longer than everyone else, I'd quote-unquote make it in the business world. But what I didn't realize is that those tendencies I established at a young age weren't things I'd just be able to turn off when I reached a certain point in my career. In fact, as I moved into leadership roles and started building out teams, the workload only increased, as did the pressure to be more successful. Now, I'm not here to tell you that you shouldn't work hard or set ambitious goals for yourself. One of the qualities I love most about me is my strong work ethic. But what I realized throughout the decade plus of working in a corporate job before jumping headfirst into being an entrepreneur is that if you're driven and you have high aspirations for what you want your life to look like, boundaries are essential. They're not selfish. They don't make you arrogant. They're just necessary to protect what's important to you, including your physical, mental, emotional health, your relationships, and the compassion and consideration you have for yourself. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but as women, we've been unconsciously taught to view our likability as our biggest asset. So the idea of setting and reinforcing boundaries for ourselves can feel extremely uncomfortable to the point where a lot of women aren't willing to set them, myself included in that, up until I learned that boundaries aren't about saying no, but about saying yes to the things that matter most to you. And unfortunately, we often learn this lesson a little too late. So today I want to help put some things into perspective for you and give you some tools to help you protect the yeses in your life. But before we get into things, I want to talk about memory sense. This time last year, I was celebrating my wedding with my husband, John. Shortly after we got engaged, I read somewhere that you should pick your wedding perfume early on so that you can wear it for all of the traditional milestones saying yes to the dress at your bachelorette party, your bridal shower, rehearsal dinner, and your wedding day. That way, when you're older, you can smell that same scent and it'll bring you back to one of the happiest times in your life, ultimately creating a memory scent. 
Now, fast forward almost a year later to when I learned that perfumes have a lot of toxic chemicals in them, and I was devastated to say the least, since I still wore that perfume on special date nights, and I didn't want to stop wearing it. But then I came across Kayla Gray, which is a non-toxic luxury fragrance company, and I decided to try their discovery kit, which includes two ounce sample sizes of all their signature scents to see if I liked any of them as a replacement. What I didn't expect is that their velvet scent would smell just like the perfume that I wore on my wedding day. I was so excited. Plus, the scents last so much longer due to their higher concentration levels. And now I've got peace of mind knowing that I'm not disrupting my hormones when wearing it on nights out with my husband. So if you're looking for a new fragrance that's safe to wear, I definitely recommend you check out Kayla Gray. And if you're hesitant about purchasing perfume online without smelling it first, I totally get it. So I would definitely recommend their discovery kit, which is perfect and an expensive way to test out all of their scents to see which one you love the most before ordering a full size. And if you use the code MSERENO, which is E-M-S-E-R-E-N-O at checkout, you'll save 10% on your entire order and you'll be supporting the show. I'll put the link in the show notes for you to check it out and definitely make sure to tag me on social media when you order so I can see what scent you love most. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, so the first thing that seems obvious, but is definitely worth saying, is that if you don't set boundaries for yourself, people will continue to ask and take more of you than you can give. And this can be really hard for people who want to be seen as capable, reliable, or willing to go the extra mile, but generosity burnout is absolutely a real thing. It's easy to say yes to extra projects at work, and it's easy to spend more time in your business with employees instead of on your business as the business owner. But it's not just confined to the workplace. Generosity burnout can show up in your personal life too, helping those who are struggling to the point where you put your needs on the back burner to help those you care about. All of these scenarios take a toll on you physically, emotionally, It can lead to heightened stress, fatigue, and even impact your health. For me personally, there were so many times where I'd prioritize working late over going to the gym or eating a less than healthy dinner before going to bed late, losing sleep just to wake up early to try and get ahead again. And if any of this sounds like you, it might be time to consider what your boundaries look like. And I use what your boundaries look like loosely because they're invisible, obviously, especially to others around you. And they're going to be tested all the time. That's why it's so critical to create an environment where it makes it easier to act on them. This can be as simple as blocking off your calendar during the lunch hour so you can eat a proper lunch away from your desk. Or at the end of the day, so you can make a workout class you love taking to let off some steam before heading home. Not only does this help you commit to your schedule, but it also indicates to others that you're not available during that time. And if someone tries to interfere with these things, you have to be ready to advocate for yourself and push back. This part isn't always easy to do, but the more you put healthy boundaries in place, the easier it becomes over time. Now, there will be times when you'll need to break the boundary you set for yourself, but it should never become your new normal. If you have a time-sensitive project, an event after work you need to attend, or a presentation you need to prepare for, you might need to skip the gym or work later than usual. This is to be expected from time to time and nothing to worry about as you start to put boundaries in place. 
But if you find yourself constantly prioritizing others over your own well-being, it's time to have a conversation with your boss about the expectations around your role, the need for additional resources, etc. And while being an entrepreneur does have a different mindset and you typically work longer than nine to five, the beauty is that you can create your own schedule to make things fit that are important to you, even if it's at a different time. One of the biggest benefits that we have as women when putting boundaries in place is the impact we can have on those around us, especially the next generation of women in the workplace. Imagine working in an environment where it's encouraged to take a lunch break instead of eating at your desk, or being able to shift your schedule around so that you can pick your kid up from school every day, or requesting an extension for a deadline so that you and your team don't have to work on the weekend, or just taking the damn vacation without feeling guilty about it. All of these things, while they might seem small, are helping you set boundaries for yourself, yes, but they're also showing the people around you that you know how to protect what's important to you, and you're paving the way to help them do it too without any shame or guilt. Whether you realize it or not, setting boundaries for yourself will position you as a role model and an amazing one at that. Now, I've shared a few specific examples in the workplace of how boundaries might show up that you could resonate with, but here's another quick checklist to see if you're really enforcing boundaries for yourself. Can you say no when you have too much work on your plate? Are you comfortable asking for help when you need it? Are you able to prioritize your own needs on a daily basis? Have you ever been able to effectively separate your work life from your home life? And do you feel energetic and happy around the people in your life instead of drained or exhausted? If you've answered yes to the above, then you're in great shape. And if you find yourself answering no to any of these, that's okay too. Because learning how to set boundaries for yourself isn't something we were ever taught. Some people can set them naturally. Some people will never set them. And some have to hit what feels like rock bottom before realize they can't keep doing what they're doing. So if you're part of that last category or think you might be inching your way toward it, I want you to give yourself some grace. If you're listening to this episode and know you need to make a change but don't know where to start, let's break it down together. First, I want you to think about what you're not prioritizing in your life right now that you wish you were. This could include things like getting some sort of physical activity every day or getting outside and getting fresh air. It could mean spending more time with your friends and family or working on your mental health, either through something like a mindfulness journal, meditation, or seeing a therapist. It could mean eating healthier or, and this one is so important, scheduling the doctor's appointments that you've been putting off forever because you're too busy with work to go to them. Once you have the list of things you're putting on the back burner that would improve your well-being or the relationships that you have with those around you, it's time to get real about your daily schedule, regardless of what you do for a living. I want you to ask yourself, where are the gaps in the day where you could set time aside just for you? I'll give you a couple of mine as examples to help you get started. So for me, getting some sort of physical activity every day is really important. But I know that at the end of the day, I am exhausted. And the last thing that I want to do is go to the gym. So waking up a little earlier to work out, or at the very least to get a walk outside, is part of my daily routine. I also like getting sunshine every day. So at lunch, I like to go for a quick walk before I eat in the kitchen instead of at my desk. 
Both of these are reoccurring meetings on my calendar, and I treat them just like I would any other business meeting. And while it might seem silly, I really like having a routine, so having the visual helps me stay committed to that time slot and to myself. And while I don't live near family anymore, when I did, I made sure to see my family and my little nephew every two weeks at the very least. But oftentimes, I would see them every weekend because it just helped me recharge my batteries after a long work week. It also helped me build confidence in myself and my ability to protect what's important to me. I'm no longer willing to give up that time I've set just for myself, and few things can get in the way of spending time with the people I care about most. Now, this mind shift didn't happen overnight, and there have been countless times when I would think, I should be working right now, or I could be getting ahead on work right now instead of being here. But the reality is, is that the work would always be there. There would never be a time when I didn't have work to do. So if I kept giving in (laughs) without getting paid more, mind you, then I would constantly be putting myself and the family and friends I love last. So if you're in a similar situation and you feel burnt out, like you can't get off this hamster wheel, I'm here to tell you, you absolutely can. Just take a look at the decisions you're making, the things you're prioritizing, and identify ways that you can start putting yourself first. Because we only get one life, and it's time you realize just how worthy you are and how important your happiness is, and start leading your life instead of letting it pass you by. I'm rooting for you, girl, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd share on social media to help other women feel exactly like you do right now. Just be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you. And if you love the podcast but aren't ready to tell the world about your next career move, a review would be just as amazing. Thanks again, girl, and I'll talk to you soon.